Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. Episode 7, Part 3 The next part is in regard of the church and its role in this. And even though he's a pastor of another Christian church, I still grew up with my dad telling me I only need to be a wife, to take care of my husband and our children, so no point in earning any fancy degrees or get a well-paid job. That was the feeling I had growing up in the 70s and 80s in Sweden. I guess I was in my mid-20s before the prophets started talking about girls getting a good education. And I watched my mom live for the family, giving up all her own dreams and wishes and only serve. So I continued on that path, only living for my husband and our children, suppressing all my dreams and wishes, thinking, if they are happy, so am I. But I wasn't. I got burned out, not once but twice, feeling restless and unfulfilled with this itch I didn't know how to get rid of. So he busts the myth about submission. Women are not to be submissive to a man's every need. He also says the church must create an atmosphere that is conductive to cultivating strong women. The Bible teaches us that the healthy, mature woman should be teaching the younger woman how to live. I feel we have a good start in our church with the young women and young men, but I know how broken I've been up until two years ago. And now I feel I'm starting to understand what he is looking for, and when I look around, I see so much hurt and pain in both young men and young women. They are so lost in this life and need so much guidance, but the point is, The people guiding need to be aligned in themselves first. Then he busts the myth of unconditional love. I mentioned that briefly earlier, but it is powerful what he says. God loves us unconditional, but he demands a conditional relationship. God forgives us when we repent. He will meet our needs when we ask him. He will come close to us when we draw near to him. The Bible is full of conditions we must meet if we are to have a successful relationship with God. The truth is, unconditional love demands a conditional relationship. And it continues with this. We need a new generation of women with the same kind of confident, strong, frontier spirit that the women of 150 years ago had. The kind of spirit that demands they be treated with the kindness and respect they were due. Only then are we likely to reclaim and retain the wild, wild west. Now we're getting to the juicy part. I will start by saying that when I listened to Tony and Sage Robbins and they told me about the three U's that the women need, it was mind-blowing and validated everything I felt. But in this part of what women want, that is coming up next, I was just struck by lightning. Women need to feel seen, understood and safe. We don't want to feel unseen, not understood, and unsafe, hence the three U's. But Mark Gungor put a name on the even deeper longing of women, one I don't think I would have ever figured out had I not read this. What a woman wants? Hey, all you females out there, are you ready to find out what it is we really want? He starts like this. 
Gentlemen, let me have your attention. I'm about to give you the single most sought-after pearl of wisdom that men have craved since God made a woman out of Adam's rib. I'm going to tell you what a woman really wants. This is particularly significant because most women don't even know what they want. They sense an inner longing, an inner need, a need as basic as the need for food, water, or oxygen. They may not know how to articulate it, but they are desperate for it. Any woman out there that knows what he's talking about, this itch, the twitch inside of slightly discomfort, that chew that just doesn't fit exactly, I had that longing for something I could not put a name to my entire marriage, like all of it, just this one missing piece that I tried to quiet down all the time. It made me feel lonely, made me cry, and if anyone would ask me what was wrong, I could not answer. It's a thing that makes you blow up for small, insignificant things, watching too much TV, playing too much on the phone, hanging out with friends, too much time at work. Any man out there that knows what I'm talking about? A wife that blows up for something small and doesn't even know why it bothers her so much? And we as women know we are being unfair, but we still can't hold it in. We want to feel loved and yet we know deep within that we are. We want to feel cared for and we know that we are that too. So what is it that we really want? What a woman wants, what she is longing for in her deepest heart of hearts. What all women wants is simply this. She wants to be chosen. As I read those words the first time, I started crying and I had chills running up and down my whole being as crazy. The truth to that statement really hit me in my heart. I want to feel chosen. I want someone to choose me and stay by me. I think that is why the betrayal hurt so much because he picked me and promised to love me for time and all eternity and then he chose someone else. And that really, really hurt. And yet, it was the missing piece to my entire marriage. I never really, truly felt chosen in the first place and not at all along the way. I thought this was a bit funny. He quotes Rabbi Shmoli Botek, who says the following. Why do women want to get married? Looked at logically, marriage is a terrible proposition for a woman. She has to risk her life to have a man's child. Up until the 20th century, one in three women died in childbirth. She literally loses her name as she takes on her husband's name, as to the kids. She makes the man a home and assumes, even in our egalitarian age, most of the domestic workload. And today, she has to hold a job to provide that all-important second income. Why would a woman leave her parents who love her unconditionally for a man whose love is so inconsistent? Why would any sane person agree to so a rotten deal? Because a man can give a woman the one thing her parents cannot. Her parents can love her but only he can choose her. He can make her feel special and unique. Wise words that hold so much truth. He writes, the man that knows this holds the key to what women truly desire. And it doesn't mean we want to be cuddled and start good-eyed at all the time. We just need to be chosen and feel prioritized first. If we feel that, we can be very generous with love, affection, and giving men their own time, play games, sports, hanging with the guys, watch TV. If we feel, we would have been the first choice. 
And it's not in the big shows of affection. It's in the everyday small details that at least I would have loved to have felt chosen. The act of choosing her reaffirms to her your love and commitment. And it's all in the showing. We girls like the showing. Wise end words. If you have a happy, loving wife, it's the closest thing to heaven on earth. Wow. I had so many revelations reading this chapter. And I finally understood what I've been craving. Anyone else felt that light bulb fire up? I want to feel chosen. It's as simple as that. So right now, I'm working on choosing myself. Since I really don't have anyone else except my son, who always chooses me. I'm so blessed to be his mom. So I hope you had as much fun as I did exploring this chapter. Until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.